Yeah, we Hello are. And welcome back to Tuesday Night Gaming, starring Matt, Jay, and Rob. Hey, and yo. Maybe at some Hello. point, Alana will grace us with her presence, <laughs> but probably not. With shenanigans. And today, we are discussing... What are we doing, Matt? We are discussing a movie selected to us by Rob. Yeah. Rob, why don't you give us an intro into the movie that we have all discussed? <laughs> You've all suffered through? Yeah, uh, thank you. Watched. <laughs> uh, I picked, and I don't know really why, uh, a movie called Strange Days, uh, a movie that came out in 1995, directed by Catherine Bigelow of Hurt Locker fame and Zero Dark Thirty and Point Break and a lot of awesome movies, um, and written by some guy named James Cameron uh, and co-written by Jay Cox, who's done like Gangs of New York and stuff. But anyway, it's a... Sci-fi, noir, uh, with a little hints of cyberpunk. It's uh, released in 95, but it takes place in the year 1999, uh, New Year's Eve. And, you know, it has a very uh, pessimistic view of our future. Pessimistic or accurate? Yeah, I mean, some of it they did. Wasn't I don't think it was too accurate. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't accurate of 1999, but I mean, to I think a degree. Of later. Yeah, I think they predicted that there will still be racial tensions in the future, which ended up being right. A safe bet. Yeah. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to ask, what even brought this to the forefront of your thought when we asked if you wanted to pick what we well, were going a to watch? Holiday movie for us to watch. <laughs> I did say three different movies, and then like Zach was just like, "Let's do this one." So that that's kind of on Zach. But the other two movies, I'll just I'm just okay say with it was connected uh, to New York and Naked Lunch, which admittedly are actually maybe a little bit weirder. Um, but I I picked movies that were like all of them kind of weird, and then I guess wanted there'd be something to chew on to talk about, and I feel like this movie has a lot of that. Um, oh, I think it does. Yeah, <laughs> that's a pretty accurate statement. It's pretty <laughs> chunky. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's that's fine. Yeah, I mean, Zach kind of did the thing my son did, where you, I, yeah, you're like, I picked, I always, I ask him like, do you want one thing or the other thing, and he always says the other thing because it's the second one. <laughs> I was yeah. like, All right, whatever, just do the first one. But yeah, uh, no, I had never heard of it. So. Okay. In that respect, I was fine with that because I'd rather do that. I'd rather do a movie I'd never heard of than the that's, same old that, thing. That's good. That's one of the reasons. Another reason I picked it because I was like, I a lot of them might not have seen this. I, I could just like pick the Matrix or something, but that'd be kind of whatever. So. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, yeah, I was like, are we what gonna watch a uh, uh, Kevin McAllister's Stand In? Yeah. <laughs> or. Whatever the third one or fourth one or whatever. Oh, the it was. third one, not the second one with our no. favorite president. Okay, fair enough. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> so, all right, so let's jump right into it. Yeah. Uh, I guess overall, what did you guys? What did you guys think? Or Jay, what did you think? Since you you hadn't seen it before, right? I think I've seen parts of it. I don't think I've ever watched the whole thing. Um, it was... So, the first thing that came to mind... The cast was amazing. I did not expect to see that cast. Like, all... 
I mean, they had Vincent Donald Frio. Yeah. Fitchner, Juliet Lewis. I mean. Tom Sizemore, RIP. Yeah. All right. Angela Bassett. Young Angela Bassett. I was like, wait, I kind of recognize that face. Like, <laughs> what the hell? I, it was, this cast was just stunning. Like, I could not ask for something any better. And the way they how and like they played it up really good. Like they really hammed up their characters were so good. It just made Especially me feel Ray really Fiennes. happy. Oh yeah. my god. Ray Fiennes was ridiculous. <laughs> it made me so happy. Beautiful <laughs> 90s haircut. Yeah. And it was funny because like I immediately was like, am I watching? Wait, is this what they base Cyberpunk uh, 2077 off of? <laughs> <laughs> I think there's some influence. Yeah, it has that grungy feel to it. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I uh, Okay, so what did I... Uh, I mean, did you like it, Jay? I enjoyed I it. How many martinis? <laughs> if I had to give the Spy Fi guys martinis, I would give it... Uh... How, many, how many gamers? Oh, how many gamers? I would yeah, give it. Uh, I would give it four XQCs. Okay, I don't know what that means. Out XQCs. of five Cs. Four XQCs out of five. Yeah. Okay. Oh, team here. They just opened. They just created present. Um. Yeah. I actually enjoyed it. I uh, there was a lot to it. It was kind of interesting that there was so much to it. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, what was the question? I already. What did you think of it? Did you like it? Yeah. So you gave it a thumbs four up, five. thumbs down. That sounds like I liked it. Um, I thought it was going to be over a bunch of times, yeah. and then it didn't. But like, I so I kind of. Pre- mm-hmm. Like I could read it. Like, I mean, it's a book. You can kind of see where it was going, and so like it wasn't like yeah. overly shocking. Oh, it's they're on the hill. Um, but I I enjoy the twists and turns that they took for a nineteen nineties movie. It definitely would have got me as a child. He has a yeah. shield. I'm going for him. As a child, you'd be watching this movie. Uh yeah. Uh, yeah. That's not, it was the 90s, baby. Oh, right. You do what you want. Yeah. I, I mean, think I saw this as when I was like 17, child, maybe, on a, a DVD. I forget. Jay, we're not with you. There's a whole nother team pushing. All right, Jay, try to make your way oh, back down mind. to us. It's the same team. They're just <laughs> more than one. Come to us, Jay. Yeah, I mean, as a kid, I mean, my parents rented Sliver. So. Is that the one with the? Is that the like monster one? No, that was kind of like that. It's like a Sharon Stone erotic Sharon Stone semi pornographic movie. Yeah, oh, kind of like this one. This movie mm-hmm. came out the same year as Showgirls, actually, and it shares one of the same actors. The guy that plays uh, the black political leader. I'm blank on the name. Oh crap! Oh, Michael Jace. Was it Michael? No, I don't think it's Michael Jace. Is it? Here, the, Rob, you mean the rapper? Rob, retreat, retreat, Rob, yeah, retreat. Yeah. Glenn Plummer. Back to me. Glenn Plummer, yeah. He's, right, in, he's in Showgirls. Yeah. Come here. Oh, there We're going to get this car. We're going to go get Jay's card. Oh, God. Get out of here. Okay. My body is ready. Ah. 
inside the car. My body was not ready for this movie. <laughs> Either was her body. Oh, Iris. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was... Every time I turned Sorry. my head, I was like, Hey. 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 Because <laughs> you also have William Fickner, like, before he was really William Fickner. But, of course, he's like, the moment you see him, you're like, oh, he's a, he's a corrupt cop. He always does. Wait a minute, wait a minute. There's an actress in this film named Drew Barrymore, but her name is D-R-U. <laughs> Barrymore. It sounds like one of those like fake porn names, but yeah, okay. Wait, we didn't Jay get Jay's card. All right, switch to this other card, Rob. Sorry, I thought we picked it up. Rob, you had one job. <laughs> I wait. Wow, you got we called can, out. We can pick it up in the air, like in the car from oh, Yeah, okay. sure, why not? Oh, I didn't oh. think you could. Oh okay. crap, this car is missing a wheel. Okay. This is very GTA. I think we can. You just go over and hit the E. Okay. How long did it take you to realize that Lenny was Ralph Fiennes? A while. Wait, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's so funny. It took me so long. Right. Right, get out, get out. Okay, yeah. It All took right. me so long. <laughs> I was like, wait. I right, get, get, get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I recognize that voice. I recognize that manner. So I recognize that face. Yeah, so they didn't originally like James Cameron was kind of against him because he thought he was like, too articulate for like such a sleazy guy. Um, uh -huh. There's like I a million people that they considered Ford, including like even Schwarzenegger, because of course the Schwarzenegger connection or the Cameron mm. connection. But yeah, oh, and '95. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, that the only people, person that got the no, role offered them. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no. We tried. That's hard. Oh, the only person that got offered the role before Ray Fiennes, it sounds like, was Andy Garcia, who seems like a turn down, turn it down. Oh. For whatever oh. reason, I can kind of see that, but he is. I don't think he. I think he'd be afraid to get as sleazy as Ray Fiennes got. He's kind of got a leading man persona. Yeah, I also Who's feel that? like he wouldn't want to be so sweaty and greasy yeah. for most of that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a look. He's like he's constantly getting beat up in that this movie, uh, which is great. And he's constantly he's constantly failing too. He's like got his Rolex scheme that never actually works. I think he he's does it like off three ever, times. ever. I agree. But so you I gotta thought... you gotta appreciate the hustle because that was like one of like life's like little means back then. Like people would always be like, I got a Rolex, and and you, everyone be like, okay. Oh yeah, okay. Did you just paint your Timex? <laughs> yeah, it's something that men are supposed to know, right? Ooh, I can tell what kind of watch is valuable and what's not. Well, I mean, Rolex is a yeah. So I thought I thought it was all right. I uh, I thought the pacing was good for a movie from 1990, whatever 1995. I, yeah, they kept it moving. I I didn't think they went quite far enough with the sci-fi element. Okay. I uh, interesting. You know, I, I kind of felt like you would have. It, you know, it basically was just a combination of pornography and video recording and a similar, like, it, I feel like you could have had a similar plot with just somebody that used a videotape and like a VHS player. Uh, so it didn't have. No, because of portability. More, yeah, I understand that, but it's more focused. It was more focused on like, if it was like a small body cam. It would have been the same kind of thing. They they didn't really go like it would have been more. They just didn't take 
it didn't really need that element that much. Like there, there, there wasn't that much to it that was sci-fi. Um, it did kind of seem like a kind of weird male fantasy, yeah. like a lot of movies. Um, Especially I'm, around that time. Yeah. I'm glad that he doesn't. He didn't end up with Faith at the end because that would have been like a real male fantasy where he rescues the the dumb the dumb girl from her sleazy boyfriend. He like fixes no. her basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, rescues her from herself. Another team coming in. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of funny because 1995 is like right. At the period of um, the technology that they are displaying, which is the <laughs> mini disc that yeah, lasted yeah. for a total of like eight months. <laughs> yeah, that was a choice. Yep. Which, it was popular at the time they were making it. It was then, literally yeah. that was the only time. So it's a perfect. <laughs> it is like, perfect encapsulation of that period. I agree because you don't at like you don't. Oh God. It it seems almost that almost seemed like the most sci-fi because it's not something you see all the time, like a VHS player. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And like so that actually kind of works. And those systems were like they were basically like the future. Like everyone who like there weren't many people that had it, and everyone who did get it was like, this God. is the like we're looking at the future, and it was not. There's mm-hmm. It's Although supposedly was that technology yeah. was really good. Yeah, I heard it. I mean, it's like a Sony product, and it's yeah, supposedly quite nice. I, I heard. Well, it's funny they like they call them tapes though, still, which is yeah, what I yeah call them on my notes. Yeah, it's even technology. Even though it's like yeah, little CDs. Yeah, I mean to be. I mean, we barely call them mini discs. The younger generation of our time call them mini discs, but like. At that time, the older generation didn't know the difference between, like, tapes and CDs, mm-hmm. much less what a mini disc is. Right. I uh, I appreciated. I thought it was funny. It always made me laugh. How L.A. is like, <laughs> it's it's like rioting and it's like filthy and there's people running in the streets and there's like tanks rolling down the boulevard and then our main characters are just like never comment on it they just have nothing they just are just like calmly discussing the case and yeah. they're all just like wow this is great and they never say like wow this is crazy there's like a tank here I think so, this is I every time. I, I don't think it's just like I originally thought it was like oh it's because New Year's is coming and like there's just a lot of tension but I think it really is just like an everyday thing for them. Like So mm-hmm. they probably yeah. started filming this shortly after the LA riots. Cuz yeah. LA I... riots were in 92. So they probably started filming this what in like late 93, early 94. And Catherine Bigelow so, said that explicitly. Like it was based partially on the LA riots at the yeah, time. Yeah. So like that was still in the mindset. So people seeing like people in the streets blowing shit up, like doing all that stuff perfectly like tied to their like to our i will date myself saying to like that my period that period of time that was Mm -hmm. a thing that was just like oh yeah no this totally makes sense and then on top of that 
Y2K being a conversation piece, like the end of the world where everything is going to go to chaos and all, all we're going to deal with is riots nonstop. But it's just the thing that we kind of associated with time. Also, think about like when did uh, Robocop come out? It was like mid 80s. Yeah, late early 90s, late 90s. Yeah, well, other movies definitely reference like the like the Rodney King stuff. Like Predator 2 even had like oh gosh, yeah, like everything's a riot. <laughs> and uh, what was it? The third Die Hard was yeah. that a plot point in the third Die Hard too? So. Oh yeah, yeah. So like yeah, I mean so like given the time period, like seeing that on screen wouldn't have made anyone bad an eye. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that was just what they expect from LA. Especially um, the corrupt cop part. Like that was just a given at that period. Uh huh. Even yeah, even more even more so than now. Uh okay. Yeah, I I I didn't like at first I didn't like that Angela Bassett was hopelessly devoted to Ray Fiennes. That's that's like a trope that I'm that is all too common and I hate and I don't like it. Right where you know, I'm your friend, so I'm going to sacrifice my career <laughs> and like neglect my, my children. Kids life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, even though you're yeah. like obviously a scumbag and are not doing anything to help me. But then but then it gets redeemed at the end because they explain that she's in love with him. So that's why she's doing it, doing it. Yeah, doing but that. like we already knew that. It was just like I, I didn't felt, know that. I still felt like it was kind of weird. I actually didn't know that either originally, because like she's so cold to him too. She's kind of pissed off at him a lot. Yeah, but I mean the constant it's joking love. of how much like, oh, you love me. You'll you. Of course, that's why. Like he kept mentioning that, and like how much he loved his son or missed his son. Like you, and then every time she he said that, like the way she like looked at him, like it, it felt very. Okay, I think they also explained it a little bit too, because they had that flashback to where her yeah. husband's getting arrested and he's there and taking he helps care out of the kids. Yeah, yeah. So, it, so that was like, oh, then I was like, oh, okay, fine, that makes. There's a team. Okay, I'll I'll yeah. buy it that that you feel like you owe him a life debt, even though he sucks. I mean, she is oh. basically a samurai. Yeah, but also like it's kind of cyclical because like Julia Lewis is kind of that version because she keeps abusing the hell out of Ray Fiennes and Ray Fiennes just like oh whatever I, she loves me anyway and he like he keeps going back to her and, ke- and she keeps being like no I don't want you I don't want you but he, and Cameron no, is, loves his synonyms uh, that's that is something though I have to admit I didn't understand so can you ex- I need you guys to explain the end to me so to jump to the end very quickly uh, as we all know because we saw the movie and if you haven't seen it it's from 1993. Spoiler so, alert. Sorry, spoiler alert. Tom Ties Tom Sizemore is staring him down at the end. And uh Faith is all is all up on him. Oh, I love you so much. But then she helps then she helps Ray or Ray finds Ralphians. Mm-hmm. Whatever, yeah. Lenny. She helps Lenny De Niro. Yeah, yeah. Stop, you know, like not, she doesn't help him kill him, but she does help him fight back. I understand that. I understand that she doesn't want him to kill Ralph, but Lenny, it yeah. seemed like a very it seemed like she really doesn't like him at all, and then here she is risking her life to save him. So But we also get 
so throughout the film, we also get like her, the commentary of her constantly being like, you told me that Iris wasn't going to get involved. You weren't going to bring Iris in and you were going to leave him out of it. I thought we were going to make sure that he wasn't part of it. And like, we constantly get that whole conversation of, hey, she wanted you to keep me, keep you out of this. And like, you keep fucking it off. So, like, there was always that hint, even though she kept saying it. It wasn't, like, um... Yeah. I just feel... Yeah, I agree. I just feel like most Hollywood movies, we'd have a big... You lied to me. You said you'd protect Iris. Sorry, baby. Iris was collateral damage. You bastard! But I think at this point... Yeah. I feel like at this point... Yeah, it was just too much show rather than tell, so it was easier to do to reduce the clutter because it was already two and a half hours. That's I agree. a lot of material. Maybe like, a little, maybe, maybe they could cut down on some of that rape, rape sequences. <laughs> uh, Catherine Hart or Catherine Bigelow just loves her torture scenes. I mean, she is the zero dark 30 person. And <laughs> I forgot about that. She's kind of like the mainstream, like Eli Roth, like torture porn person. But yeah, yeah. I agree that that rape scene <laughs> went far longer than I remember. Was uh, so long. <laughs> both, both of them. Well, and also the rape scenes were bad enough. I I made a, made this point. The rape scenes were bad enough. The reaction shots of them watching it are some of the worst things I think I've ever seen. On, on yeah, television. it was like, are they He's horny? Like, are they not horny? Yeah, very was like moaning. Well, that's what uh, it is because they're like they are feeling yeah. what the killer is feeling. So the rapist is yeah. feeling. So they and feel it, very it, conflicted. They played that off really well, surprisingly well. And it is directed by a female, which helps a little bit. But yeah, it it is a little <laughs> much. Even yeah, for, like, James Cameron's like, I need to find a female director to to do this, otherwise I'm going to get in a lot of trouble. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, did not did not enjoy that part. Uh, yeah. So I thought, what else did I have? I love Vincent D'Onofrio. He's great. He's great oh, yeah. at everything. I uh, kind of in kind of in a role that he's accustomed to playing, which is kind of like the psycho killer. But that's okay. Yeah, not breaking any new ground for him, but that's all right. Uh, you can believe uh, him. Yeah, just doing yeah. some racial crimes, just like kind of like <laughs> enemy uh, attack, enemy attack. Oh God! Picture him doing racial attack. I mean, enemy attack, enemy attack. That is a statement and a half. Uh, okay, and right. So yeah, I, 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 the the movie really got going for me once they, and that was it was I guess it was a little too late, but once they brought once they brought in the whole, uh, Jericho, like the whole like political aspect, that was good. When it's just him hopelessly devoted to to faith and trying to get her back, it was. It didn't really hold my interest as much because it's just kind of like you suck, dude. Like move on. Yeah. Yeah. He sucks. She sucks. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I don't get. Well, it's a little care. too perfect, kind of. Like she doesn't. She doesn't really have any big flaws. I forgot how uh, good Juliet really uh, Faith, Faith doesn't have any good flaws. No, no. She I'm shows saying, her nipples too I'm much. Saying, I'm saying. Oh, that's that's. That's a plus, but no, I, I think much. like I think like Mace, uh, Angela Bassett's character, just oh, oh actual yeah. flaws. I could see that. I could definitely see that. Where she's like, where she's just yeah, she's like idealized. 
I guess. Same here. Yeah. I'm, Which makes, I'm like, Rayvine's even more ridiculous, because, like, he's, like, pining after Faith when this, like, competent woman's right next to him the whole time. Yeah, and also, um... Oh, crap! I'm here. I'm running. Sniper. And, uh... Yeah. Right. And and what does she see in him? Right? I'm down. He sucks. Don't come. Don't, don't come. So, at one point when they're talking about when they're trying to figure out the uh, whole uh, clip, and they're like, you you used to be a cop, walk me through it. I was like, wait, what? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, then, they, they had discussed that earlier. They did, but I, I completely forgot. And then later on... <laughs> it was, like, it was very know, brief, yeah, in the bar, yeah. I was like, oh, right. And then I was like, wait, was Angela Bass's character a cop? No, wait, no? She's just a limo driver? No? Okay, okay. And then, like, and then they did the whole flashback about the uh, cookout and the kid playing with the sparklers. And then, and then I was like, wait, so now you were just leaving the kid alone? And I was like, yeah, in this like party. Yeah, and whatever is her name's house. Uh, did they ever explain how Lenny knows these people? I mean, Max, was he also a former cop? Yes. Max yeah, Max is a former, former cop. cop. He says he like doesn't have much... Uh... What's it called? What's when you retire? You get the uh, pension? pension. Yeah, he says his pension's pretty low, so that's oh, why yeah, he's like, I can't. I want stuff. a cop's pension. Yeah, except yeah. for and then he mentions, uh, but unlike Lenny, he still has connections and he can still get, like, he can run the information yeah. for him. He yeah. wasn't. Uh, he wasn't dishonorably discharged. Um, he didn't have to be bailed out by the commissioner. What did you guys think of Max being the big bad guy? I saw that. Early on, did you just because it was Tom Sizemore? I don't know. Like I didn't. Not not because it was Tom <laughs> Sizemore. I saw it because okay. it's a '90s like trope. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It wasn't as twisty as I expected it to be. It's you know it's no it's uh, always it's no the person, Yeah, like in the '90s, there was always a person secretly pining for your girlfriend. Like it was always like that type of thing. <laughs> Uh, not always but like, in the movies. Yeah, no, I agree. But the uh, it, yeah, they could have used the video stuff to like manipulate more. They could like make it look like it was somebody else. I mean, I guess that's what they're kind of trying to do, like make it look like it's Lenny that's killing these people. Is like his more big plan, but like he doesn't really. It's not really a great plan. That's kind of where I thought it was going. Like I thought initially, like eventually, they would have it where uh, Lenny. Is like having a kind like a short freak out, like like his brain got like semi fried at one point, and so like him seeing himself and like cutting himself was him when his brain is fried. Mm -hmm. Like I kind of thought that's where it was gonna go for a hot second. I was like, oh maybe I'm wrong, and this is what it's gonna be. It's gonna be Lenny, and it's just because that his brain is fried from because they like set it up perfectly because Angela Beth is Mace kept saying like. You're a junkie. You you're gonna fry your brain. You're gonna do like so. I was like, oh, did fry his brain? It's really him. He's all fucked up. And then he wasn't fucked up, and that made me sad. Well, the movie starts yeah. with like Ray finds eyes, and it says like booted up. So like it's almost like the whole movie could theoretically be like some you know tape clip or whatever. But I I think it's more just like the movie's like this adrenaline rush of like you know. I think I think like James Cameron's kind of said. I was, I was listening to interviews. He was kind of like he's alluding to it. I get the sense that like 
it's kind of partially about just like having like empathy towards others and like seeing from that other perspective and using the clips to do that and you know that's kind of where mm-hmm. racism racism stems from just not seeing the other person's perspective and like he does the he kind of hits all of these tropes later on with avatar like most oh, notably yeah. there's a scene where like there's a character in a wheelchair that like gets a clip of like what it would look yep. like to have legs and i was just like that's just like you know straight up from avatar <laughs> although i yeah although i have to admit in that part that i remember that part you're talking about because it was in the movie and because it was they he says he says to the guy he says have they grown back yet and the guy says any day now and i i thought he was serious oh. <laughs> because it's a sci-fi movie so i was like okay does he have like leg in the future do they have like leg extension growth or something like that but no it was a no. joke. I mean, it is just yeah. four years in the future, so like it's pretty pretty light sci-fi. Uh and yeah. And it's I agree, but you know, growing limbs isn't 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 too crazy. Yeah. So yeah. I thought, <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was funny. I was like, okay, cool, maybe tomorrow. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh all right, so so yeah, the uh, yeah, it, it got it got be- it definitely got better once you understood why what the cops were doing. I mean, well, what, yeah, once the explanation about why I was what I was saw, that's when it was good. That's when it really got going for me. Uh, before it's just kind of him pining after Faith, like I said, and I'm not wasn't that into that, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it predicted some cool stuff. I mean, it was like, gas is going to be over three bucks a gallon, but it also said, like, yeah. uh, there was some fortune teller in the movie that was like, by the year 2025, we'll have our second woman president. I was like, well, probably not. Unless Kamala uh, yeah. Harris gets in there somehow. Yeah, unless, uh, unless there's some crazy chain of command shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Watch out for the storm, you guys. Um, Yeah, so... I, I didn't like the name. I don't like the title. It's bo- it was very boring and unrememberable. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's a reference Just to a song, but yeah, it doesn't. I agree. It's okay. Was it in the movie? Whatever. Yeah, the, there's a cover of the Strange Days in the movie by like some like grungy '90s band that like it, you can barely under hear the song itself. Yeah. The um. Yeah. It's just. It's, I expected if you're gonna call your movie Strange Days, I expect it to be stranger than that. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh whoa, what if we could see walk in each other's shoes? Whoa, <laughs> my mind is blown. Would um, you but, want to see what happens in other, through other people's eyes? Sure. Apparently, it's like a super rush. It's like a high. Sure. Yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> The one character, Philo, uh, was just like, yes, like completely getting high off it. I think that's where some of the sci-fi stuff yeah. comes into play, where it's like the new drug uh, of choice. Yeah. The uh, also the uh, what was I gonna say? I didn't. Another thing I didn't like was uh, he, he says to, uh, I, "What do you guys think?" So, so he watches the video where IRS witnesses. What's the guy's name? Jericho. Jer- Jericho's yeah. murder. And then yeah. he says to Angela Bassett, "You have to see it. It can't be described. You have to see it." But I just did describe it. Like these two, these two cops shot Jericho. 
The end. You don't need to make her compromise her values. She really hates playback. I mean, I guess I could kind of sort of see it because, like, if you, compared to describing two co- corrupt cops murdered Jericho versus seeing, like, how blatant and how, like, full of disregard, like, there's all that nuance to that whole situation that is probably why it would have made it even worse. Like, I was. Yeah. Let's get out of here, guys. She doesn't regret seeing it either. She's just kind of like she's like she's the one that freaks out the most about it. And then it like raises that interesting question of like, well, if we were like, there's already crazy riots every day. Like, if we release this, it's gonna be like World War Three. And then she's like, well, maybe we should have World War Three. Yeah, like... maybe we should. I I liked I liked the part where she says, I did like the part where she says, look, this is really important to the black community. You can't just turn it in to try to get your girlfriend back. That's not cool. That's not cool. That's not cool, man. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I think the audience is on Angela Bassett's side with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's good thing you ended up making the right. It's good thing you ended up making the right decision on that front. All right. Let's let's run. Uh, so yeah, and they. I mean, it had. It's funny. It, it felt like it had high production values because there's really big crowd scenes mm-hmm. you know all those crowd crowd scenes but then some of the stats also seem kind of cheap but maybe that was just the 90s that yeah, was just that's just the era yeah because yeah. <laughs> it's like it costs 42 million which is like wow. by you know today's standards it's like over 100 and like that's a lot yeah it's kind of nutty but then it also kind of bombed completely. Uh, it made eight million off that forty million budget. What up? Yeah. Hello. Are you guys done talking about the movie you're talking about the box office now? It's it came up organically in the discussion. Okay, well, I also talked about it. Only made eight million dollars. That's the damn. That sucks. Yeah, I wonder if it's partially because the stars. Like, I I think they thought Refines is a bigger box office draw than he is. Probably, but it also wasn't very advertised very well either. Mm-hmm. The was name, Juliet guys, the name sucks. <laughs> Juliet was a budding star. Yeah, she's okay. She was a natural born but killer. It's like a yeah, couple years like, before that. She wouldn't have been able to carry a film. At that no. Point. And the concept's kind of hard to like describe, like in a really succinct like trailer. So, do we think that the squid caused the downfall of society? I think it was already no. there. <laughs> I think it's like, I, I certainly don't. I thought it was like an escape from the shitty society more than anything. <laughs> Man, people in 1995 just really thought the future was going to suck so much. <laughs> we 100% did. But I wonder if that's also another thing, because like, I feel like by the mid to late 90s it was a little more optimistic time and oh, like somebody up here right next to us because like grunge had kind of died off by like 94 when Kurt Cobain died so like i don't know that like the world sucks attitude was kind of disappearing and like Britney Spears fears and anything for taking over i'm not oh, like, yeah, the budget the economy was doing great jay back up back up no never around you dude never oh this is bad <laughs> Alana, you I getting mean, on? Or... Uh, I'm walking home, but maybe. 
I mean, yeah. I mean, at that point, it was kind of sort of bleak. I mean, we did have the grudge movement. We had Kurt Cobain die. We had, we just had the LA riots. And at this point, we were everyone was worrying about Y2K. I remember in high school, was it high school? Or was it middle school? No, it would have been middle school. Like constantly, like every other week, being like, Notre Dame says that uh, the world ends next week. <laughs> and then, like, that week showing up and everyone, like, being like, oh no. And, like, I, I distinctly remember jumping out a window. Oh. Like, cause okay. it had like a dead time. It had like a specific time. So like we were in band and like, they had like a ton of windows. So like a bunch of us were like, well, I says nothing matters. Let's just jump out this window. And we all opened up windows and everyone like just dove out into the bushes. I mean, right. I, mean I, I remember that as well. Did the idea that just uncertainty and that the computers were going to crash. The YCK right? bug. Yeah, it was more that. Well, no, it wasn't even that. It was pre Y. It was pre Y two K. It was Notre Dame. Like all the predictions, like like there was a constant like bombardment of the world was predicted to end next week, and then like four months later, oh, but like the star charts also would apply to this coming week four months later. (laughs) But then it also applies to it like six months later, and so like every like four months, you'd just be like. World's ending. Woo! And we just sit there and stare at each other and just be like, all right. <laughs> it didn't I guess happen. Optimism was cool too. Yeah. I guess like American Beauty and Fight Club were both 99. But then like, two, like fucking 9 11 happened. Then we like, we're like, oh, this oh, yeah. is actual, like, this is actual optimism. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Now 2000 was the good old days. So, so what part of the movie are you at? We're jumping we're around. around. We're, not going, we're not going through it. That's probably better. So, what, so what yeah. your hot take, Matt, is you don't like. Rafe Fines. No, I didn't say that. I thought he was fine. You don't like his character? I thought he was Fines. Fines. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was Fines. Oh. I, I, I said that it seemed like a male fantasy. Yeah. I I didn't like the rape reaction shots. Right. They're very creepy. Um, yeah, I think that's the point, but yeah. I, I thought the ending was a little too happy. I think it might okay. have been better. It might have been a little bit more interesting if, because what is, what's going to happen with the, uh, you know, with the with the I guess like the cops are dead, so I guess just everything's fine and we can all just move on. Right. There's no police so, brutality. No. It was just those two bad actors. Yeah. Yeah. Bad yeah. apples or bad act. Don't you dare say Vincent D'Onofrio is a bad actor. Isn't a bad actor like a political term? Yeah. It is. I mean, like somebody's like yes. A yeah, bad yeah, faith actor, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a bad faith person, like yes, bad faith, you. yeah, a terrorist. Yes. So here's a hot take: Would you say that the ending of this movie, where the commissioner comes in and fixes everything, is similar to the ending of the Abyss? I see that. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> He's the. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> where the aliens come in and fix everything. <laughs> Deus Ex Machina. Could it be yeah. that it's a white savior movie? I mean, that was, that was like the most ridiculous part of the whole movie. The commissioner's like, you're right. I saw it. They're bad. <laughs> well, that's what, that's I mean, what that's Ray says. Privilege. He says he's the one good cop on in the LAPD. It was the craziest thing. And Angela Bash is like, okay, sure. And then she gives it to him. And then he's like, yeah. get out of here. What are you doing? And then like, yeah. and she's like, ah, I should have known. <laughs> I know it. 
God damn you, rape fiends. Well, I, I mean, I, I actually liked... She doesn't just say, okay, fine. She says, I don't, you know, you expect me to trust a cop. So that was a good... That was fine. But then that she was, died. Oh, yeah. Because of love. She tried it by fine. love. Angela yeah. Bass was hot in this movie. Hot to trot. Got some strong, yeah. like, forearms. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's a whole lot of sure women. multiple very buff, well, not even very buff, but very athletic people that I was like, oh, hello. Yeah, you know, you like the Edward, like that albino woman reminded me of that lady from that band. Uh, uh, oh, like, that, yeah, that was an interesting person. I was very impressed with a lot of the physics in this movie. It's <laughs> like, goddamn, I need to be good well, buff. What was the point of them cooking? Uh, the guy's brain was it just supposed to be like what a way to go? And they didn't say like, they couldn't uh, like investigate as a homicide because he wasn't technically dead. I think that yeah, was, was, was dumb. That was really dumb. Which I yeah I kind of agree. That kind of made no sense. I was like uh, they're still gonna investigate it. I feel like well, you probably could still investigate it. That <laughs> was supposed to be like an accidental overdose. Those aren't always investigated as homicides. Yeah, because like the squid's like a drug. Guys, yeah. it's a drug metaphor. Come on. And they constantly talk. There's a team here. Okay, I'm not. You guys already asked Rob. Why I got butternut squash. What? What was that? You already asked Rob why he picked the movie. Oh, we yeah, we, we talked about that right at the beginning. Okay. And I still don't you know want to recap. Oh, yeah. I, no, uh, no. I thought it was directed well. Yeah, I mean, um, it was the Catherine, Catherine Bigelow really. Yeah. Hit it out the room. She was yes, like, "This is like most out of their actresses break, and actors." Yeah, I was trying to figure it, out if it's the most expensive movie directed by a female at that time, and I think from what I saw, it looked like the second most because I think Ishtar, Notorious Bomb with Dustin Hoffman and Warren Beatty that I'm that was like fifty under, million. I'm under attack like over here, under, just under that. It, but this it kind of a too, so not... movie vibe too, like felt like. It could have been come out like recently in some ways. You know? I guess like, it didn't feel too dated. Yeah, There's I agree. Here. Right, yeah, a lot of ways. Although I feel like they would never make this movie because it's like very hard R, super high budget movie. I think partially because like James Cameron wrote it and he kind of like was the golden boy of Hollywood, especially then. I guess now too. Uh, you know, <laughs> just... Now too, if you wanted to make non water related movies. Exactly. To make, yeah. to make stra- strange days too, even stranger. I would love How that. How strange. Get Ray Fines back, yeah. Yeah. It's like they're living happily in the burbs, but th- everything is not right. The memory is still stuck in his brain. That's right. He's still addicted to the fucking pay bill playback or whatever. I thought he was going to get back with Juliet Lewis. I thought that too, and I'm glad he didn't. Yeah, me too. I was like, these crazy kids, why can't they just get along? They Can't you see she loves you? I just think you fool. Yeah. <laughs> They're so sweet together. Uh, I, I thought it was so weird that like she just like, it's, they cut to a scene and she's like getting arrested. And I'm like... What'd she do? I, like... Like yeah, exactly. Like, how did they know you assaulted the cop? The cops. So did Angela Bassett. Yeah, but no, she that's, was that's distinctly in the oh, middle oh, of oh, that oh, whole oh, situation. Oh, oh. Faith, like Faith didn't. Oh, Faith. Faith, Faith, Faith. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, she, I don't know. she was directly 
part of the whole murdering situation. He was, but did the cops know How did the she cops was related to the Tom Sizemore? They yeah. They explained yeah. that off screen. I thought there was a deleted scene, but I checked the script and they're. Hey, pleasant, let's get on the train. So I don't. I don't know what's going on there. I think they just like streamlined it. They're like, well, we have to explain something happened to Juliet Lewis. Same here. Yep. Yeah, I, I, that's not the kind of thing that I think they need to. They needed to explain. I was fine with that. Um, I'm not sure how you're supposed to feel about her character at the end about Faith, because she you saves. Feel however, she, she saves them. You want. But she also is getting arrested. Uh, so yeah. Well, I mean, she's all I know is. Okay. I mean, she knew that her buddy or the other prostitute was murdered, right? And didn't do anything. That I not just she didn't won't. do anything, but tried to cover. Yeah. I mean, she didn't like it. <laughs> okay, I'll use that your defense. Yeah. Then. She wasn't like a big fan of it. She didn't, didn't like it. But at, at what point did she know? That's what I was wondering. Like Tom Sizemore could have like, cause it, it's weird because like Tom Sizemore, he's not like some crazed genius. He like it seemed like a lot of the stuff he planned just like a day or two before it happened. No, because he talks yeah. about how he it was a perfect timing. It was perfect because he had already been with Faith, had already known he had to take care of the situation, so it's a win-win situation for. Him. Yeah. Get on the like, train. I'm killing someone. Like, he wanted to kill Michael Wincott's character, and then, yeah, just an opportunity came up where he could, like, blame Lenny for it. Getting attacked here. Up, down. Yep. Rob, goddammit. Supposed to be on the train. <sighs> Coming. You, have you done a train job before? In GTA 5. That counts. Another one. Still another. Mind you, mind you. Mind you. Nope. I'm working it. Oh shit! Two teams. There's two teams. Two, there's, two, there's two, Jay. There's two. Oh man, you're surrounded. Yep, I'm out. Darth Vader's okay. under attack over here. If you want to try to kill him. Uh, yeah. I thought it would be, might have been interesting if a kind of had like a Fight Club ending where uh, like the two of them were smooching and then like the LAPD are fighting all the black residents, <laughs> like a giant. Giant class war, race, race riot. Great, they're kind of like the Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And they're just like, well, what happens next? We'll see. Some strange days are ahead. <laughs> Wink at the camera. Credits. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I did. Li- I like the line about. He says, "Don't worry, the it's bullet resistant." And he says, "Resistant." What, what happened, happened to bulletproof? Bulletproof. Yeah, that was good. That was actually a pretty good line. I mean, um, Elon needs to like play that clip <laughs> for his yeah. track. <laughs> yeah. Did we uh, already talk about shotguns can work underwater? No, I didn't dare bring that up. <laughs> okay, I've, I've heard that's like a misconception. I've heard guns actually can work underwater. Yeah, they work on they work on the f- water. They're perfectly uh, fine underwater. I don't know guns, so I don't quote me on this, but this is what I heard. Mythbusters has done it. They proved that oh, guns yeah. work fine underwater. Would they work fine? Or they work fine. okay? They're, I mean, they're okay. They work. They work. Because, like, what would technically stop it? It's just, like, pulling back the chamber and then... Gunpowder? Yeah, I mean, it's in an enclosed capacity. 
So, like, when you hit the firing pin, the firing pin hits a metal piece that then strikes and causes the reaction inside the actual casing. So, like, the casing is completely sealed, so it's perfectly fine. It's just the amount of uh, power and the burst that comes out can disrupt. Uh, I assume the bullet moves slower because it's moving through water, right? It can, it can be affected. It probably loses speed fast. It's got to be. It's got. It has yes, to. It does. It does. Okay. You all need to watch more like MythBusters. Way. Rest in peace, Grandma Grant Imahara. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Damn straight, because I love me Maybe. some Grant. Did um, anybody think Tom Sizemore died years ago? I felt bad. I was like, I was like, oh man, he's been dead a while. Then I was looking it up. I was like, oh, he died this year. Like, who's Tom Sizemore? The Max, the <gasps> killer Max. Oh, he was like big in the '90s, and it's now he's kind of doing a bunch of directed video. So. Yeah. He was huge for a hot minute. Yeah, like Natural Born Killers, Heat. He was in like a lot of the great movies of the '90s. Pearl Kinda Harbor. Like, um... Like Pearl Harbor, for instance. Yeah. Exactly. No, like what's his face? Uh, Michael Bean. Coming. Yeah, I mean that oh, was Michael like Terminator. That he knew James Cameron mainly. Yeah. Yeah. But The Rock, never forget. Yeah. Idiot. Yeah. Wait, was he in The Rock? Michael Bean was. Yeah. No, Tom Sizemore. I don't think so, but it seems like he would be. No. The Rock's such a good movie. I love that movie. I wonder if it holds up. I think it does. It's not too weird movie. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh it's kind of actually I mean yeah, I I also said that this movie wasn't twisty enough. I expected more twists. Twisty enough? More twists? Yeah. yeah. I expected more twists. I guess it was um, twisty by 90s standards. Yeah. It does seem like the villains were all kind of like yeah. random, like two separate people were trying to kill this guy for different reasons. I mean, other other than Max, the bad guys were very bad, and the good guys were very good. Were they? Yeah. Was Lenny yeah. really good? Yeah, he was. Yeah. What does he do that's I, bad other than pedal so. smut? Yeah. And he's like, eh. Yeah. Mm. So wait, why did he get kicked off the cops? No one knows. No one knows. Um, wasn't he? I assume he was like use. He was probably like selling the you oh, know maybe. squid stuff, the the recordings. Why did he start doing that? He's supposed to be a cop. Probably because Faith broke up with him. Um, it's it's all Faith's fault as usual. Yeah. Hey, sometimes you gotta test the samples. Mm-hmm. Yeah, test the product. I mean, it was very minority report. Like the like one of the first scenes is him just like looking at memories of yesteryear. Yeah, I mean that's that kind of seems like anyway. not, that's, just that's a real Hollywood cliche. Spent like ten minutes doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's true. they could have cut some of that. Very pornographic. Yeah, it. He but loves Blade. It's okay, it's uh, directed by a female. It's fine. Who wore blade face clean their underwear? Like asking for road rash. Wow. Faith is like always naked. Like it's yeah. just like. Like the part where she's in like her room and there's like a million people around, she's just like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna take this off. Well, she's already making it <laughs> before that, like at the concert, like her like see-through outfit. I was like, that's not even like see-through. She's like almost just naked. Like, yeah. 
she was surprisingly yeah. good as a. It's a very Julia I, Lewis role. Yeah. I thought yeah. she was very, very whiny and annoying. Uh, yeah. She played her role. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. It was certainly, a, yeah, a very specific role. All right. Any other thoughts about Strange Days, nineteen ninety four? It felt very nostalgic for me. Nice. I can see that. I can definitely see that. I thought it was interesting to watch an old movie, and I would be interested to watch more old movies, but probably not ones like this. <laughs> it was definitely a product of its time, but in a good way. Sometimes we say movies are products of their time in a bad way. I think this is a product of a time it's a good way. Definitely, like you, Jay, you were saying, it definitely gives a sense of time, of space. It takes you back to 1995. Yeah. You know, with the Y2K stuff. Definitely. And the cell phones. Um. So that was nice. Yeah, I think it's just a fun, weird, big movie. Just big, ambitious. Like th- they don't really make them like this anymore. A cliche, but I feel like I was like trying to think of an, a current equivalent. I was like, the creator came out recently, and that's like a big budget sci-fi. But that's like kind of hitting all the same action movie beats of like a normal sci-fi. Like this felt a little different. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah, it's definitely different. It's two teams, by the way. Ah, shit. I already got one. I got one. Wait, Alana, how many uh, squid devices out of ten would you give this? We're trying to figure out the numbers. (laughs) Squid game devices. Oh, yeah, what a hilarious technology. It just works so easily. You just need a disc, tape recorder, a little netting. Anyway. To be fair, that was what we kind of expected back then. It worked. I I, I thought it was actually quite good. I just really didn't like how violent it was. Like I was just like, I don't need to see this. <laughs> it's it's like more depressing than I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just, let's just cut away. We don't need to see it every thrust. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You only saw every third thrust. You saw too many thrusts. But I think that was like the point partially. I think she wanted you to like just get uncomfortable with it. Because I mean, you know, she's Kevin uh, Bigelow is a pretty big feminist, obviously. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, you're supposed to feel the uncomf- discomfort that uh, Ray's feeling. Ralph, whatever. Ray, Ray Fiend's Ray. an actor, too? Oh, or am I just stupid? Ray Stevenson's an actor. <laughs> Was, yeah. There's, Ray Romano's an actor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No excuses. Just dumb. Okay. Uh, all right. Are you guys ready to move on to questions of the day? Sure. Or the way. Sure. All right, Naomi's gonna hop on. So. Which naked yeah, scene bye. did you like most of? Uh... Julia Lewis. Yeah. Whose boobs did you like the most? Have you guys seen Halo Jackets? No. Does she uh, continue her uh, nude streak on that? Well, she's she's in it. She doesn't get naked, but she basically plays the same character. He's good at that character. Yeah. Rob, the storm. <clears throat> oh, God. All right. <clears throat> he does look much worse than her other peers, so don't do drugs. You know who she used to date was uh, some guy named Brad Pitt. Like, I think she was like a hot commodity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but didn't she have like a really bad drug problem? And that's why her career didn't really go anywhere. That doesn't surprise me. She kind of struck me as being on drugs in this, but I don't know. Maybe that was just her being in character. 
being a bad actress. From being a bad actress. What? You take that back. (laughs) What? All right. She had one note. Uh, Get out of here, Lenny. I don't love you anymore. Get out of here, Lenny. There was a few lines where, like, she was just like, I can't believe this is happening. Or, like, she has some weird, like, deliveries. Yeah. A few times. Especially towards the end. Like, she was. No, you're right. There's a couple times. Oh, my God. I can't believe this is happening. And it's like, is can't you can't? Lenny's here and he's complaining again. Like, (laughs) and then I told (laughs) you, Max, I said, Max, that. Oh no! <laughs> Are you struggling to remember what you said? But she does her own singing, which is nice because I actually thought she has wow. a pretty good singing voice. Yeah, no, she's yeah, she's actually a really good that. singer. Her singing was fine, but that's another thing you could have cut for time. No. Yeah, it was funny. They had like two songs of hers. Yeah. All right, I got it. Yep. And and, that, and it is that same type. That particular genre of music, I bet somebody's a fan of that genre, whether it's Catherine Bigelow. It was 1995. Yeah, it's 100% yeah. of very. Yeah. Where it's like, it starts quiet and then it gets loud. Yeah. yeah. It was other, like Pixies model of music. Yeah. yeah. Like it's pre punk, pre pop punk before pop punk. Got it. All right. <clears throat> Question number one. What is your favorite kind of painting? Hey, are, what? What do what? you mean by that? <laughs> Before oh, come on. this, you can, uh, you our us. portrait. The body's here. Oh, I'll on. say, la- I'll say, landscape for me. I like landscapes. Like the orientation, or the or the picture of a. Oh, just the kind of picture. Okay. Yeah, I like I like the uh, the views. I like the land. <laughs> I don't know it, what that means. Does it calm you? Like what's, what's... Yeah, it does. Yeah, okay. Okay. Like if you go to an art museum, what kind of what kind of paintings do you like to look at? You know. Well, good still life. Still, still life. Yeah, still life. Okay. Ah. The one in um that's in Ezra's bedroom is a still life that my grandma did. <laughs> the one of the owls? Yeah, those are actual owls that my grandpa owned. Oh, okay. Rob, yeah. get in here. Oh God! Wait a sec. It's supposed to be a unit. Okay. G unit. Fan art. <laughs> That's a good answer. All right, furry art. Or just fan art. Fan art. Where do you fall on okay. deviant art? Uh, pre their connection to AI, I was okay oh. with it. <laughs> okay. I think they got supposedly resolved that, but uh yeah, let's, guys, zip, let's use a zip line. Guys, Bono almost played Philo Gant. That would have been oh, good. Yeah, they wanted him, yeah. That's crazy. I can see that actually. Uh I could have also have seen uh Hey mate, she's not into you anymore. Christopher the Highlander. <laughs> Lambert, yeah, I was thinking like excuse me, Robe. I'm I'm very fresh. Yeah, my pronunciation not up to the snuff. Rube, yeah, he is. Yeah, French. I I don't know where he's from. Uh, I I see Christopher Walken playing that that uh, Michael Wincott Bono role. The guy, the there's an enemy right below us. I don't know if we care to hunt him down. 
Maybe I'm thinking sure. of the Cal Bell sketch where he also plays a record producer. I can see that. Where uh, let's just move into the circle, I guess. Oh, where okay. uh, oh, I I I go with like the weird art, like the uh, third floor Abstract. of the National Portrait Gallery. Yeah, just oh, like modern. Yeah, just like the weird shit. I don't like the portraits. That's the least favorite. And I also noticed like, yeah, just like almost every painting, like you know, that's old is a uh, religious i I'm just like, ah, come on, guys, think of okay. Like, Make Not a painting of something else. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's always like every like Leonardo da Vinci is religious ish. I agree. I, I agree. Um, I agree. Rob hates religion. Got it. Thank yeah, you. Rob. It's just it's just repetitive. I'm just like, come on, just just do something else. Okay. All right. Did everybody answer? Alana, did you answer? I said <clears throat> block printing. Oh. Interesting. Uh, Naomi, did you answer? Oh, you said still life. Okay. Yep. All right. Group up at the truck. All right. <clears throat> I'm starting to get low on questions of the day, by the way. I Didn't I give one. you one the other day? I, I do. I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I, I did. I don't do remember, remember what it was. What it is? I hope you, were, no. you don't remember what it is. Okay, let me pull I it up. I remember giving you one. <laughs> okay. All right. So he, our next question comes to us courtesy of Naomi. Apparently. I have a great, I have a great one for next week, by the way. Uh, so get excited for that. Um, oh yeah, I, I remember. It was the one that was in my book, right? The Would You Rather for my book. Yes. Do you remember okay. what it is? No, you I can say it. Out. You can say it. Okay. So the question is: Would you rather live one perfect day over and over again, or I uh, live different days, but they're all average? Decent. They're Decent. all okay. And and the caveat in the story I read this in that they when they were discussing it. Was that if you choose to live the one perfect day over and over again, you're not aware that that's happening. If that makes sense, like each day you feel like uh, it's a new day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But you do. I'm have the same gonna day. go with uh, multiple moderate days. Okay. I we discussed this last night, and I say I definitely go with the perfect day because I already live one perfect day over and over again, and I'm a big <laughs> fan. Don't yeah, you want something a, different? You're ridiculous. Nope. You're ridiculous. No, I don't. I do and not. He's, want he's completely different. lying. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> I'm lying about what? It's what am I lying about? Good answer. Good answer. Perfect. Your life is not perfect. I mean, it's pretty good, but it's not perfect. It's it's pretty darn good. It's pretty darn good. All right, okay. it's a storm, guys. Storm. Um, who is happy? Rabbi Hillel said, "Who is happy?" He was I content mean, with his lot. I okay. kind of want to. Yeah, my my goal is to have the perfect mat day every day. That's <laughs> there right. you go. That's or right. as uh, as Cheryl Crow would say, it's not having what you want; it's wanting what you've got. That's right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Of course, not every day is perfect because not every day I could spend a Tuesday night gaming with you guys. Oh, uh, it's more like what, the same. What just happened? How the are same we not Tuesday. part of this perfect day? What the fuck, Matt? <laughs> That's what I'm saying is that it needs that a perfect day would include Tuesday night gaming. Are you guys under attack? Oh, now I am. Did she also say every day is a whining? He's certainly dead. So I think I'm going to agree with the answer that the character in my book gave. Which was to live um, still here. the Just multiple decent days. And her argument was that 
if you are living a different day every day, then every day there's a hope that it goes better. They, it, oh, that crap. things will be perfect. That per, even if you never have a perfect day, like it's Rob, always a possibility. Hmm. For me, the reason so why, you, Rob. Oh, God. why I would prefer multiple <laughs> okay days is because I was trying to save you. Part. <laughs> I mean, a certain amount of discomfort and annoyances give you like experience and uh, like entertainment like, to you understanding of a scale like to what a good day actually means and like as a webcomic person like if i had a perfect day every day then i wouldn't know what the fuck to draw so uh, like right. i need something weird and shitty to happen well, yeah to artists make fun need, of. Uh, need drama right and um but Jay, it's if like, it's a perfect day, if it's a perfect day, then you would have the perfect idea to make a webcomic about. And you would make it and you'd be the perfect webcomic and you'd feel very happy about it. But it would be the same thing every day. You wouldn't be aware of it. You wouldn't know it, though. Yeah. yeah but until I look back at all my comics and they're the exact same every day. <laughs> that, that, would, that would be this is my last. Actually, this is my and last that would no longer be a perfect day. <laughs> yeah. It would <laughs> um, I like a little bit of drama in my life. Yeah, but it's like that. Um, what's that Elmo saves Christmas story, right? Yep. Like if every, every, I wish it was Christmas every day. Right, like if Christmas is every day, then you don't appreciate how wonderful it is. Mm. That's well, then, you, every then day. you're getting. But then you're if you're not aware of it, then you have to get rid. You have to go back on that rule, then Naomi, that you laid down, which is that you not you are if you are aware of it. That's the only way that works. Well, no, if you are aware of it, then obviously it's terrible and you shouldn't choose it. But if you're, even if you're not aware of it, like you're not right. So every day is like quote the perfect day and it's the same day over and over again. Even if you're not aware of it, like you're not going to feel or appreciate how perfect it is after a while. Cause it's just your life. But would you, know you what appreciate I mean? it because you don't, you are not aware that it's repeating. Yeah, but like, you are, but you're also not aware of anything else, like any other kind of day. Yep. It's like you have amnesia. Right. Mm, it's like, like fifty first dates situation. I don't yeah, know. That, sound, that sounds great. That sounds great. <laughs> Sign me up for that. All right. Do we have a third? Was that the third question? Or do we have a? Third no, that was question? the second question. But did everybody weigh in? Did Alana weigh in? Long pause. One perfect day or decent to average days. Decent to average days. Okay. All time. Yeah. All, all day. All right. <clears throat> all right. And question. All right. We'll do question number three. Stand by. Stand yeah. by. Stand by. Dot, dot, dot. Are you good? If you could. What's. What's. <laughs> I don't know where this one is from. It might be from Zach. What issue are you sick of hearing about? Oh, God. <laughs> it's going to get political fast. Uh, how infrequently Juliet <laughs> showed her boobs? I don't know. Oh, what? infrequently? Or how frequently? How in the movie infrequently? How it insufficient was... were they? Oh, okay. Juliet, uh, Yeah. Let's you don't want to talk about that, Yeah, Faith. Yeah. 
I don't know. Uh, what question am I? I think I'm a little bit. I think I have to admit I'm a little bit tired of hearing about the Donald, especially when he's not even in power. And I was tired of hearing about him when he I was in power. I listened to a podcast about that today that I thought was really interesting. So, okay. do you remember there's a lot of criticism of the media back in his 2016 campaign about how what? they kind of like, pay, yeah, how they like paid too much attention to him and gave him all this free airtime and gave him all oh, this. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, absolutely. And so now, <laughs> basically, there's. They're still doing there's, it? Well, Yes, but also the media is saying that they're actually not covering him enough anymore now, because in 2016 he was um, he was like basically he started off as like well there's no way he's gonna win, and then they like gave him this this credit and that you know validity, and then and then he won. I don't know if you guys they remember gave him that. All this, all the, they gave him all this <laughs> free publicity. Right. And that, but yeah, now anyway. he's literally the front runner of the Republican Party or whatever that means. Um and so like he's a legitimate candidate and so the fact that they're not covering some of the completely absurd and horrible and just atrocious things that he's doing and saying right now is like not good either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. I think it's just a anyway, please, ratings. I'm tired of I'm tired of hearing about this issue. <laughs> I'm, oh well, I'm, well, the, the point is you need to hear about it more because it's pretty rough, pretty rough out there. Oh, Rob, we died. Take it over, Rob. Kill him. Oh God, they're hurt. They're both really hurt. Really? Yeah. No, he's lying to make you feel better. <laughs> but he has a lot of health. No, <laughs> oh, they were both hurt. I did a lot of damage. Had, like, uh, I think mine is probably Alex Jones. Alex Jones. I okay. haven't heard about him in a long time. He's a horrible person, but he's kind of funny, too. I don't know. <laughs> he's back on Twitter because Elon did the of Elon. And, uh, yeah. Just, okay. uh, you're hearing just, about Elon? Yeah, Elon, actually, that'd, that'd be a good one. I, that's what I was going to... Not well. I didn't plan it, but yeah. Now, I was going to say... Just, yeah. to it. How do you like uh, the fact that all of his cars are recalled? Should we have said what? Per- should we have said what person are you sick of hearing? <laughs> yeah. I don't think it matters. I think we've already pretty much settled on that's it. That's how we're interpreting that's how it. We're interpreting it. Yeah. Uh, all the Teslas that have autopilot are being recalled, or are recalled because uh, DOT said that uh, their autopilot is no longer valid and safe. So any car that has autopilot is now being recalled. Because uh, I think they said something like 70 deaths or something that happened. Uh, I think those numbers always pretty low to compare to like real car crashes. I don't know. Yeah, but it was also because they weren't actually reporting them. I don't know. I Yeah, Elon Musk annoys the shit out of me. But uh, I don't know. Sometimes we're a little hard on him. Like he, 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 He's clearly like intelligent in the sense that like... We call him like an idiot, and I think like socially he's an idiot. But like, you know, he turned his daddy's five million into like a gazillion dollars. So I'm like, he's he's got to be doing something right. I mean, he he understands when to take advantage of a situation. Yeah, I think he saw where like the money was at. Yeah, so. I don't think he's necessarily a scientific or a technology genius. He understands how to take oh, no, advantage no. of a moment. Can I, can I can I answer the question and change the subject? 
<laughs> Please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and I'm not going to say a person either. So there. Um, oh. So I think that what I'm sick of hearing, and maybe this is because I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn that I hear this a lot, but the um, the debate about like remote work versus in the office and even still p- companies are talking about bringing people back as if like they're sheep or whatever. Um, and like, I don't know, I'm just sick of it because there's a lot of like, what's better for business and da da da. And it's like, first of all, like, Every industry is different and every person is different. And so like for some people like Matt, remote work is like the perfect life apparently. Right. Right. But like for some people that's not correct. And like some people work better at home and and, and like I have a hybrid situation, which I think works really well for me. So like, I don't know, like if everyone can just sort of like find their wheelhouse and stop arguing about it, I think everything will be better. Well played. Well said. All yeah. right. Okay. Anybody else have anything? Or we're going to get going. Happy holidays! All right. Thank you for joining yeah. us on Tuesday Night Gaming. Uh, catch us every week at twitch.tv slash mcslanty and group up with us next week for Tuesday Night Gaming in person. Live! Game Edition. And have a next? happy Christmas. Uh, what are we watching? We're not watching anything. We're doing we're re- we're doing a year year end recap. Hey y'all, a year yep, end or recap rank preview? Yeah. Ooh. I don't know. You'll have to get to find out. Cheers. Okay, bye. Whether it's TV, whether it's movies, or questions about you, come for the laughs. Come for the banter, come for whatever you choose. To Tuesday Night Gaming, with the siblings and Jay, listen while they play.